0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the One Talk podcast. Here's your host, Ryan. I'm here with Darren Riley today. And Darren is from, and he's the founder of Brotherhood. Brotherhood helps males entrepreneurs aged 21 to 30 who are looking for their team of brothers and to live a life of authentic for them. And this entails courage, respect, and unity. I also want to touch on the values of Brotherhood too because I came across this and I thought this was epic. So I would like to read this out to our listeners as I'm introducing you as well. (laughs) So, going through the values of brotherhood, we lead by example and do what we say we will do. We believe that together everyone achieves more. We are committed to always growing, always learning, and that the best investment is in yourself. We practice open and honest communication. We are family, we are brothers in arms. We focus on impact, we work smart, not hard. We have the courage to take action on the life we desire. We focus on quality over quantity, and we forge elite teams of men who live life on a mission. So let me just say I am so happy to welcome you here today, Darren, because seeing that and seeing the work you do for men out there, it's such
1: needed. So welcome to the potty. Beautiful. Thank you for being here, man. Thank you for having me on. I feel super honored. Also, man, that's beautiful, you reading that. I almost got a bit emotional there, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like... That, yeah, that, that means a lot to me mm. and, and I pride myself in living by all of those values first because yeah. we first must live it and breathe it before we can mm. um, create that space or, or, um, um, I guess, yeah, preach what we practice yeah. as well as practice what we preach. So mm. yeah, man, super grateful to be here and, um, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah exactly. I, was, when I was reading that cause I was like doing a bit of research for you as well for the podcast and I was seeing that post and I was like, it's so good that there is this stuff for men out there as well, yeah. especially the work you're doing and putting those values out there because it's going to align with so many people that want to find those yes. like-minded people.
1: Yes, 100%. And, and, you know, I feel like today, and especially for men in general, um, having direction is so, so important. Mm. And, you know, when we talk about, you know, brotherhood we really love to focus on, and I know you, you uh, touch on this a bit within, within your space as well, is – you know, like what is healthy masculinity? And I talk about healthy masculinity is having the capacity to be both strong, right? Not losing all the beautiful traditional aspects of masculinity, but to also be gentle. And we could say having the aspect, Mm. uh, having the capacity to be um, compassionate and loving and emotional, Mm. being okay with your emotions and expressing them freely um, and being in touch with them. So, um, but uh, as I looked back on many ancient tradi- traditions, even like Stoic philosophy, or you look mm. at like the ancient samurai and how they had the Bushido or look at the Romans, they had like prudence, fortitude, justice, temperance. There's all these sort of guiding principles that allowed us to um, structure our way of being because we were, we always have certain, um, what's the best way, like we're pulled by both negative and positive energies and we need some sort of guiding principle or compass in order for us to steer those energies in the right direction and keep them con- contained or keep them directed yeah. in a conducive way, if you understand what I mean. Yeah, yeah,
0: 100%. And like you said, it's about embodying both sides because yeah. I know obviously as a my own experience as a man, like yeah. just being able to shut out that feminine side or that emotional side or whatever it is and just trying to be super masculine all the time, thinking that would be the thing that would get me through life but once i started to realize that was a thing that was destroying me that there was an imbalance in my life i realized i had to get that balance back and i think yes. that's an important message for men
1: 100 percent, because um you know for men in general i'm just going to maneuver this around yeah, it yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah awesome um just bear with me audience as we're <laughs> maneuvering these around um but yeah you know uh It's so interesting, right? Because purpose is so fundamental. Like, I know you've read the book, The Way of the Superior Man, and David Dieter talks about that, how fundamental, you know, mission purposes for, let's say, masculine essence, core masculine essence individual, Mm -hmm. which majority of men we can look at, right? We are naturally drawn to war movies. We are naturally drawn to sports like football, Right. Because yeah. it's the thrill of the fight for freedom. Holy duty video yeah, games are so well. games, you know. Yeah. And look, that doesn't mean that it's gender specific. And yeah. I'm not saying this it, that way, but we can just look at the facts that majority of males are masculine essence, a majority of females are feminine essence. Mm. Now, it can be the other way around as well. All right. Um, but we can we can see, you know, for men in general, most of the time they can have the most beautiful wife most beautiful family but if they're not on their divine mission then they'll feel empty right now for a female you can see a female who's you know in a masculine energy but has a feminine essence If she's on mission and purpose, maybe she's so career-driven but doesn't have that flow of love in her life, she'll start to have bags under her eyes, she'll look drained, she doesn't have that beautiful flow, which is really just love for self. And then also being loved within a relationship as well, Mm. which is so powerful. And we have both energies, right? Um, But what I found was so interesting and I found for myself was that my mission came from actually going inwards, which was m- f- more feminine by feeling my emotions, by processing my trauma, mm-hmm. by um, doing the internal work and yeah, allowing the emotion, energy in motion to flow through yeah. and process whatever it was that was stuck from my past. The more I've done that, the more I continue to do that, the more my mission is brought forward even further online and I'm taking action from a place that is aligned from within if yeah. that makes sense you know uh, you know it's so hard to explain to in a logical sense yeah but from a philosophical sense you can really say like the golden key isn't external but it's internal and then once we have the internal insight we can then take action on it externally so yeah. that's like the power of say brotherhood space mm. it's great to space for man where they can come with fellow brothers mm. and go internally and figure out wait who the fuck am i and yeah. what am i doing here what's holding me back process that stuff release it and then having an, a tribe of brothers around who are also on their mission to hold you accountable to now actually taking action on the insights that you've got from with it
0: yeah. Mm. yeah that's powerful too because like Would you always have the mindset of you need to look within for answers or were you always looking for answers externally internally? Or was it just you started to, I guess, just muck up all this trauma and it was like, I've got no other option. Like, what was that journey like?
1: Yeah, well, like all all of our journeys, um, like most journeys you hear, yeah, it was looking externally, you know. I think the biggest thing, and I know you resonate with this, like migrating over to Australia from Ireland when I was a kid, You know, it's no family here and it can feel so foreign. And I've chatted to my mom about this where it's like, fuck, that would have been so traumatic for a child who's like six, you know, like your community, your sense of safety. Mm. And you're taken to the whole other side of the world Mm. where there's no one you know. Yeah. You know, there's no one you know. So obviously then I had like a deep need to fit in because I felt like an outsider. Yeah. So by by feeling that need to fit in, I built some coping mechanisms and ways in which I actually built myself for the external rather than from who I actually was. Yeah. So growing up, like I really realized, you know, I would try to fit in so much and that would be going so much against my own internal code. I didn't know who the fuck I was. Yeah. So like I didn't know any better. What but age were you at this time so about six yeah. yeah and then I can definitely see the threads like unconsciously throughout time as I was going through high school and trying to be part of the cool kids and yeah. you know all that sort of stuff and obviously then you know my love for football really rung true yeah. there you know <laughs> and my dad it was no choice like you know yeah. and and um that played a, a pivotal part but I suppose. Yeah, it was really interesting finding how on the football pitch then, even seeing the dynamics, like when it came to football, my dad was my coach, so I really had that male mentor Mm -hmm. to show me so I could really access that masculine energy on the pitch, maybe more so from sometimes the toxic side, where it was just like see the best person on the the other team and be like, right, I'm fucking, (laughs) you're mine. That's your target? (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's it, you know, and it was like do anything to win. yeah, You know, try to mentally beat people by chatting shit to them and everything, right? You know that was a different version of me, right? Yeah. And I'm grateful for it. Um. But then in life, I've seen my mom take more of the kind of lead role in that in life. So I felt very like nice guy, more kind of feminine. Mm. So and there's nothing wrong with this, which is beautiful. Now I can see how it brought a a beautiful balance to myself. Mm. Um. But I, didn't, I wasn't able to really speak my truth or stand up for myself so that was a big work for me and then yeah there's so much there like I mean you know then my parents went through a breakup I was completely lost and ended up in the Tony Robbins world yeah and that was like fucking you know, hell this is exactly what I want to do I want to talk to you about that as well yeah yeah 100% yeah. yeah and that was ex- and I felt like oh that was exactly what I wanted to do and I don't know how mm. um, and then yeah as so I went on that journey and many more events i joined as master university Mm. um you know it was the most incredible education a 20 21 year old could get you know and i'm really grateful for my mom to take me on that journey with her you know um and then uh and then i went through a relationship breakdown had so much shit come up like you know anxiety and I don't know if I was depressed, but I'd definitely say like I was so socially and just anxious having panic attacks. And I was yeah. like, what the hell? I've just done all this mindset work. Why is this shit coming up? Mm. Um, and then I had a beautiful mentor come into my life who ran uh, psychedelic ceremonies yeah. uh, at that specific time. So it's like yeah. divine <laughs> time. you know what I yeah. mean? And then I was, I didn't want to take any uh, medication uh at all for, you know to to um i guess heal that i knew it wouldn't heal it i knew it would just like numb it so uh i felt super cool. Does this listening to a guy called aubrey marcus oh yep and and uh, i really seen a lot of myself in him and he was a beautiful example and beautiful role model mm. and um yeah and then i j- jumped in my first ayahuasca ceremony Mm. had a huge initiation and it was like a year or two of solid amount of work with the medicine consistently yeah jumping in. And um yeah, there's so much to that. And as I was jump going on that work, i had all these books come to me about male initiation and male writer mm-hmm. passage. The name brotherhood came into my mind and then yeah. I started to see how all the years of playing football and all the struggles I went through with I didn't know what it meant to be a man or what is healthy masculinity. Am I supposed to be the bad boy, which girls like, or am I supposed to be really nice? Like, where's the middle ground? Yeah, you know. Shows her saying
0: like, nice guys finish last, or then yeah, yeah. If you be a dickhead, you get the girls exactly. Like, that
1: conflict. Where the fuck do I go? Yeah. yeah. So um, that was where I really found. It's like having like, has has to be both strong and also gentle. It's like it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Yeah. So like. I really dug deep and found the primal aspect that I'd released on the football pitch, Mm. but integrate that into who I am now in life so that that gives me the drive to follow my mission, to push through barriers, to speak my truth if needed and go, hey, man, like, or hey, you know, to someone be like, like, that's not okay, you know, like, like, I I deserve to be treated this way or whatever, you know, or or even that for someone else, Mm. you know. Um, And having that backbone, but then also to choose kindness, you know, but it's like having it's Jordan Peterson talks about a good man Mm. is capable of mass destruction, yeah, but chooses not to use it. Mm. So like, say, for example, in my retreats, we do a process called primal screaming, which you may have seen videos of. I think I showed you a video. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. you know, where that is literally you like embodying like that, Mm. like monster inside of you. Now the moment you give it life within you, mm. it's not unconscious anymore. Yeah. So it can't come out in healthy way and un- unhealthy ways. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot <laughs> to <laughs> that. There,
0: of course. But even doing like that primal scream or yelling, whatever you want to call it. The first ever time I did it, like I was afraid to do it. Yeah. Not because of judgment, because I was afraid of my own anger. Yeah, Like I always got told anger's bad or I'm just out of control and things like that. So that was subconsciously in my mind. So I was always scared to like step into that in case I couldn't control it. And when I did the primal scream, I came out of it. I was like, fuck, I felt, felt, felt relieved. Like ever since I've done it that time mm. to now, like I've seen a big shift in my life. Like now I'm like, nothing bothers me. Because I know that side of me is controlled. I'm not fearing it anymore. Yeah, Like you know when to step into that as well when you need to on life. Like, because anger is not a negative emotion, right? It's just how you use it, where you put it. And like, for me, if I feel anger, I put it to something that's going to be productive. Like how about yourself talking about when you feel this primal urge, what do you do with that? Like, do you use it for productivity? Do you do it for brotherhood to build business or go to the gym? Things like
1: that. 100%. I would say, man, like, First of all, having that kind of safe space for you to access that aspect of yourself because mm. like we That's may probably. not even consciously know that it's there or then consciously knows how to use it. You know what I mean? So um, I feel, you know, what's so beautiful is um, like we've had some lads who go, have their moments of primal scream mm. and then they just break down into tears, yeah. you know? And it's, it's like I get emotional thinking about it because it's just so beautiful, but it's like mm. the you know this they're finally allowed a space where they can just fucking let it out that's the key word finally yeah Yeah. you know finally allowed a space where they can and they're finally allowing themselves Mm. in that space to just just fucking give it their all it's It's like like, have a tantrum you know what I mean just fucking let it out So
0: we're told to suppress it yeah suppress it our whole lives until we do Have a space where we feel
1: safe to do so. Hundred percent, and I think what's so beautiful is like primal screaming is like very it it attract it's attractive to the masculine Mm. because it looks and feels warrior esque, and you Mm. feel powerful when you do it. But yeah, it's the most incredible, the most incredible process because anyone who's ever done it will tell you you feel like I know for me personally it's like you feel the the joy, the terror the gratitude Mm. the fucking fury of life like it's everything it's life it's the polarity of it all um but the lightness you feel after that is incredible i feel like love at the end of it yeah you're whole yeah Yeah. that's it it ends with love yeah but it's it you're just finally letting go all this shit that stands in the way of that Mm. you know um so then once i access that which now i have you know, I feel it's first of all like sitting with it. You know, actually sitting with it, acknowledging, as we would say, you would acknowledge the emotion, you would discern, okay, where's it coming from, right? And then you would allow it. You'd f- you'd feel it, so you'd fully feel it, like an emotionally as a ninety second lifespan, yeah. right? But it fucking holds on to us because we uh we buy into the story around it Mm. but if you actually just feel into the emotion in 90 seconds it'll pass through yeah right but we may not have the tools Mm. so it's first acknowledging yep fuck i'm angry Mm. and i'm allowed to be (laughs) i'm fucking human right (laughs) you know like first of all i'm angry and yep that's there not wanting to be anything other than what you are right now you know, because so often we can have this connotation like, fuck, once I'm angry, now I need to get back to being happy or whatever. Mm. No, no, no. That's where addiction is formed, yeah. you know? So uh, it's an avoidance. So this is actually, first of all, confronting it, right? So acknowledging, discerning where is it coming from? Is it more male or is it more female? It doesn't really matter too much. It's just acknowledging where is it coming from. Then just feeling it, sitting there and just let it fucking drive you mad even just let it drive you mad. But eventually once you feel even if you need to cry, if you're in the car, you need to fucking scream, just scream. And then eventually just pass it back to what we would call source, life, fucking Jimmy down the road, whatever it is for you, you know, and pass it back and go, thank you. Right. And then once you've done that, it's my incredible thing. I remember as I started to do that, and I've learned that a lot in training and assisted psychotherapy. So I would just start laughing after (laughs) I'm like infuriated, but I'd finally feel it. I'd go, fuck, was it that easy the whole time? All I had to do was actually just feel it, Mm. you know, without the story, just feel it, you know? So, um, or then I can also, if I still can't shift it, Mm. it could be, yes, diving into something productive. It could be going to the gym. You know, I was feeling Mm. some emotions the other day um i was feeling quite frustrated and angry so and it was perfect because the session was beast mode at bft yeah. shout out to bft north Lakes. <laughs> shout to out. To yeah <laughs> um it's amazing and um it was it was all like a mix of martial arts and all that sort of stuff so i was kicking the shit out of the bag you know everything and nice. um, i love it yeah so that's like a healthy way especially for males to find different ways to release mm. those emotions or release pent-up aggression. Because if we don't, they'll come out in unconscious and unhealthy ways for sure. And that's why yeah. I love
0: lifting weights because lifting weights gives me the exact same feeling, the, yeah. That the oh, whole feeling, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. that. It's like, um, the an ape. That's what I say, <laughs> big silverback gorilla. Yeah. To, yeah. That's how I feel. And it's like, it's just the biggest release and, and that like, that's the reason why I did because like you said before like anger if you suppress it and those emotions it can turn to addiction that's what happened but once I started to express that in healthy ways yes. I was able to fight my addiction yeah and it's like what you said too earlier when you're talking about anxiety as well you're saying like in the state of anger you can feel like you're stuck and if you don't have the tools the same with anxiety like would you say at that time when you are caught up in your anxiety you felt like it was not going to end or you felt like this moment which is Dragging on and on and on because you didn't have the tools, but then once you get the tools to cope with it, and yeah. you realize like okay, accept it, then just work through it.
1: it's a lot more better. Hundred percent, bro. That's mm. completely correct. Yeah. You know, I just did not have the tools. Yeah. You know, and um, and you know, that's it. I think that's the power of say spaces like yourself, mm. and even like brotherhood is like, mm. you know, as you go on through these things, knowing that there are certain tools that you need that you don't currently have. That will make your life so much easier. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that's the beauty of going, you know, acknowledging, well, like one of our values there is, right, is together everyone achieves more. So that's team. That's an acronym for team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and we can find it so difficult, right? And I, I've, you know, I've really had to build through this myself, but going, yeah, I need some fucking help with this, yeah. right? Like that is one of the hardest things mm. for men definitely right it was yeah. one of the hardest things we can universally every dude that i've spoke to at a retreat you know like you can ask them and they'd be like oh fuck it was actually really difficult for me or maybe i they were like to me i've been seeing your stuff for a while but i've just been too scared to reach out mm-hmm. and stuff like that and that's completely okay right that's our hardwiring. we can all put our hand up i can still put my hand up in time to say fuck i find it difficult to ask right, for me help. too. you know for sure yeah so um But knowing that it's not weak, knowing that actually it's going to get you further if you lean on individuals around you. Of course, people who you trust. You can't just fucking lean on anyone. Yeah. But someone who you feel like can add value to your life and that you really resonate with. Like I would say it just helps your life. So much easier and knowing that together everyone achieves more. When we have shoulders around us and have a brotherhood or, you know, just a tribe and a community, it creates that sense of safety. Say, for example, that the younger version of me didn't have, Mm. you know, like it's it's, community and tribe is so paramount and having that space around.
0: It's like a safety container that you can step into at times of need. Yeah. That's the importance of um, linking up with like-minded people as well because in times of when you need support, like-minded people are people that are high value too so they can yes. actually help you, support you or even listen well too. Yes, so I feel like even just soundboarding things out of your head onto someone else helps a lot too. Just getting out of your head and speaking it because yeah. even sometimes by speaking it, you, you process it yourself yes. because you're able to speak it.
1: bro, we all have our own, like, innate inner healing intelligence or intuition or whatever, you know. And I think that's sometimes what... And men need to Is we're so good At offering advice To one another yeah. Because we're problem solvers Our yeah. brain And like We're the fucking Greatest problem solvers <laughs> In the world Like Aren't we Yeah let's, let's just put Put the can out the bag You know That was um, me
0: with this table I, t- I just put the manual away I was like I'll do without the manual <laughs> yeah, There
1: you go That's it And you're like Fuck it yeah, I did oh, it yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man create <laughs> table <laughs> You know And like We are You know Our brain works incredible When it comes to solving problems yeah. So, you know that is one of our innate superpowers right but it also can be a double-edged sword yeah. so you know like you ask any female right yeah. when they come to you with something they don't want you to fucking fix it mm. they just want you to listen, to listen you yeah. know or offer advice now sometimes men just need that too mm. you know they just need a space so you can hold space you know of course with certain constrictions around it you know like you know eventually going okay man like you're really buying into the story here yeah. rather than getting to the actual route but sometimes there's something to be said for just holding space yeah. asking questions and really allowing that individual to come back to their own guidance which is i'm super passionate about yeah, you know yeah. i have a few mates who have a running joke yeah. right because um you know when they come to me with something i usually go well bro if I was to come to you with the same question, what would you say to me? Yeah. You know, so then they're giving advice to me, but they're really giving it to themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they're giving to her advice to her if if I had the same problem, mm. what would they have said to me? Yeah. You know, so then they have this running joke that they're really like, oh, hey man, how are you to yeah. me? And I'm like, well, bro, if I was to ask you, how's your day going? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Put it back Because they yeah. fly it back. You yeah. know what I mean? But... What that does is it teaches people that no one's your fucking guru. Mm. Like you are your own guru, you're your own master, and like your life will really begin the moment you, re, yeah, re, yeah. I guess I'd rediscover or reawaken yeah. or remember you—you you have it all within. One hundred percent.
0: And I love to hear your perspective on this as well, because in the mental health space, I get a lot of people message me asking not for the person directly themselves it's usually like a family member a partner parent whatever it is a friend they always ask me like i don't know how to support this person when they talk to me like i don't know what to say and one of the things i usually say is um like long story short i say just ask them curious questions like i'm curious of the way they're thinking and why they're thinking like that so if they're saying something like i'm having a shit day it's like why are you having a shit day because this happened okay why did that happen because I did this. Oh, okay, why did you do that? Like, just keep asking questions and kept, get them keep thinking and thinking and thinking until he find out what the root of it is. And they're like, like ah, so. yeah. So, yeah, it's so, like, what's your perspective on that? Like if someone comes up to you, like let's just say, I'll make an example to make it more yeah, Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Let's just say someone's missus approach you and said, I want my partner to become a part of brotherhood. Mm. Like how should I approach his conversation with him? How should I approach him talking through this as well?
1: I would say if he hasn't come to me, it's he's not ready. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like um this has been drilled into me. This has been drilled into me to my training. Yeah. If the person's not knocking, you can't fucking help him. Yeah, like it has to be him. It has to be it's him. True. You know, it doesn't matter how much convincing you want to do. I would say for, to that female, how much work are you doing on yourself? Yeah. Cool. Alright, then just be the example of what you wish to see. If he follows, cool. If he doesn't, then it's not meant to be. I love our directors. Like, yeah, it's just like it because we're not here when no one's here, Land, you can't force feed anything into anyone. Like that's one thing I'm really, really conscious of now. Any dude who comes into Brotherhood, I'm like like, you know, one of the questions in the book, out of ten, are you a hundred out of ten or are you just fucking seven out of ten? Because if yeah. you're seven out of ten, this isn't the group for you, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah you can't help a pe- person who doesn't want to help themselves that's it you can just you, know?
0: you can show them what the resources are yeah and that decision's up to them that's it yeah i know from my personal experience everyone was telling me to quit drugs but i was like no yeah that's <laughs> it then there was when everyone stopped asking me i was like okay i'll stop now that's it yeah you that know was so probably stubbornness within me as well but it was just the way That was course. my journey
1: yeah yeah of course man because yeah. you think about when someone goes you need to do this yeah Like fuck you (laughs) I don't need to do anything you fucking do it you know what I mean so and especially us dudes are like that as well so Mm. the best thing anyone can do for anyone is work on yourself Mm. and you just be the example of what you wish to see you know I remember when I was going into the medicine world and stuff like that I was like oh this I feel like like my family could use this, Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it was like after Tony Robbins and you come back and you vomit all over the people. You need to fucking do yeah. this. And everyone's like, whoa, <laughs> Slow no, fucking. no. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, fuck, I hate that Tony Robbins because it turns yeah. this guy into a, like a weirdo, mm. you know? So it's, it's so interesting how that works. Whereas if you just go and implement what you're learning and just seek to be the example, let people be curious yeah that's it let people be curious about it if they ask questions cool but if not you know and it was so funny i remember like i you know my mom um i used to think to my mom she would love like the the medicine sphere um but for years bro like i was trying and then when i just said you know what fuck it it's her journey. If she comes, she comes. If not, that's okay too. Yeah. Like then months after I just decided and I just stopped with that, like, and I didn't say anything about it. You know, she joined in and I mean, now she's helping assist runs women's circles and it's everything, amazing. you know, which is yeah. incredible. And, um, so there really is something to be said for that. Mm. You know, it's, yeah, that's what, that would be my two cents, bro.
0: Yeah. And also back to strip, but before I want to get into the medicine stuff too, yeah. Before we get into that, into your time of anxiety because at the moment I feel like there's a lot of anxiety in the world of yeah. media, social media, COVID, whatever's happened. Like there's so much stuff happening in the world.
1: What was it that helped you get through that time of your life? I would say, man, the breath. Yeah. <laughs> like I think that is the biggest tool. Like um, look, the medicine itself, like I really reiterate like the yes the breath but there's always something underlying Mm. under underneath the anxiety yeah right it's something deeper from childhood you know so i could see many factors within me like i'm following my truest calling but then i have the hardwired conditioning of no i need to fit in with Mm. what like what everybody else was doing with me so I was literally breaking the conditioning of what I had built up over years, the survival mechanism. So my, literally, my prefrontal cortex is like, "Fuck no, this is, this like, this is danger." Mm. You know what I mean? Like, this is danger. So, um, look, I would say, obviously, doing a lot of work, come back to your breath. Like, you can completely retrain your brain. So, in the moments where you feel intense anxiety, utilizing the breath to override and train your body to go, "No, no, no, I'm safe." Also understanding body language. Yeah. Like I would you know like when you're nervous you slouch over um you usually close up your body mm. and you're tense, right? As you said. And biting your nails and whatever. Yeah, biting your nails, you know. So then I would teach myself when I was in social situations to open up by body language or even stand strong and put my hands behind my back. Mm. Um, holding like my my fist like that, yeah. So it's open. So I'm telling my body, I am open. I am safe. I am confident. You know. So like little things like that, I would train, retrain myself, um, or to just breathe. And also, the moment I feel felt anxiety, like I remember in the beginning, what made it so much worse is like fuck, I shouldn't be feeling this. Yeah. Like I was fighting it, resistance, resistance, yeah. resistance against it. So every time it would come up, I eventually just surrendered to it and be like, cool, this is what I'm feeling right now and just allow this to be here and just coming back to the breath. Yeah, Because you know, I still have moments where I'm anxious. You know, it's few and far between now yeah. because I've trained myself so much yeah. and done a lot of work on myself. But, and I trust myself now, you know. That's the importance of putting the work within yourself too. 100%. Like now, like three years later, Yeah. like you can look and go, okay, like, oh no, you barely ever feel anxiety. But no, like when I was in that moment, like it's the fucking worst. Yeah. your, Your brain is literally nonstop on like fight or flight. Yeah. So I completely understand for anyone who goes through panic attacks, things like that. Like I know how fucking hard that is. And how it can feel, as you said, like a never-ending cycle, right? The thing is, is our brain is going on a loop. Mm. And it's looping and looping and looping and looping. So to break that loop and break the pattern and interrupt it, it's coming back to the breath. Yeah, And little things like triggers where you can look at your body language and stuff like that and start to open it up. But I would say, man, definitely committing to doing the work, you know, like I sat in on an assisted psychotherapy session which focuses a lot on the for zero to seven years, mm. which we talk about is like, show me the child yeah. sh- and you show me the, show me the adult. Mm. Right. So like looking at the patterns from childhood that have made the individual here today mm. and then re reshaping some stories that the brain has made around it. Yeah. And then when you go to the, it's like weed in the garden. If you go in and pull the root, all the symptoms go away. Yeah. You know, it's an
0: amazing way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good analogy because I haven't thought about it in that sense. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. And also, if you're watching or listening to, i probably assume you've read this book too, but Breathe by James Nestor. I haven't, but I've heard uh, amazing
1: things about it. Yeah, Beautiful yeah. book. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. That's a few times. So all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one. Yeah. All right, universe. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's enough. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what, what would you say, like, what was the deep belief that you had that you needed to change in life?
1: Um, do you mind just asking that question again deep what was a
0: deep belief that you had that you needed a change
1: it needed a change in my life so deep belief was yeah, it yeah a deep belief um, like a certain moment or
0: no like I guess like a deep belief that you something you felt within you yeah like just you felt like a calling or like a yeah. st- st- feeling in your stomach or whatever it is
1: 100% you know I always felt like fuck I feel like there's more to yeah. this than just going I remember I, I remember my first job was i think i was maybe 13 14 i remember i was playing fifa like every holidays <laughs> yeah. and my dad's like right you need to get a job like you can't just sit here playing fifa ultimate team and use my card to buy ultimate team packs you know yeah. <laughs> you, uh, just before you know, twitch and yeah, stuff. yeah 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 100 yeah, <laughs> um and i really didn't want to go to work like okay. i was like oh fuck this is cool whatever but i remember um, my dad worked as a he worked for a European timber company um, called Store Enzo and he was the state sales manager. Yeah. And- um, I'm not sure I understand. Oh, oh, all right, Siri. <laughs> From their input? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, hello.
0: Can that if you want to? <laughs> yeah.
1: um, Give her a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, you want your say? Yeah, go on. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I remember he, like his office was in a big warehouse- mm. Like, it was an old Arnott's warehouse. And yeah. when they'd have the timber packs come in, sometimes the timber packs would roll. Mm. So what he did is he brought me to his job. And, like, on my holidays, I worked there for, like, 12 hours a day. And I would literally restack the packs of timber, mm. like, and then restack them for 12 hours. I remember, I think, the first day I came home and I started crying. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, typically, you know, mm. dad fashion is, like, shut up, it's only a week. <laughs> like You know, like, whatever. But, I like, I remember in that moment thinking – like, I'm going to do everything in my fucking power to make sure I never work a job like mm. this because this is shit.
0: That's good. Cool. You use it as a tool to drive you. Yeah, it. 100%. Yeah.
1: So, and then like I remember playing soccer as I grew older, I'd watch all these motivational videos and I was like, ah, oh, like I'm really, I feel that. Like I can feel that part of me, that to be true. Yeah. Like I, I wanted to be a professional footballer, but then as the football got serious i lost the passion for it it lost the spark so that obviously wasn't it but there was aspects of that which were it which then obviously we can see now in brotherhood um so yeah and then i think man it was it was sparked by when my parents separated which was you know which was uh very sudden you know like there was many factors that brought to it, but my dad had, a fair, had an affair yeah. and um, and that obviously was uh, huge. And look, my mom was first to say, look, it takes two to tango, mm. you know, and my parents were very good in that and they're very amicable now. And I've done a lot of work around that, you know, um, that it takes two to tango. There's many different mm. factors. No one's a villain here, you yeah. know, some things weren't right, but I've learned a lot from it. um, You know, so... But that was very shocking in that point in time because then I was like, fuck, like, yeah. what does it mean to be a man? Is that, that it? You know, like, mm. you know, like, trust was just fucking blown out the window. And then I like- That uncertainty know, comes back in. Yeah, it was unsafe. So it just sparked everything. Like my whole family structure, whatever I'd we'd built from here was just yeah. like falling apart. So then it was like, holy shit. So then mom- was like, right, I want to go to Tony Robbins, uh, this guy. I remember hearing his fucking deep voice on those yeah. inspirational videos I'd be watching when yeah. I'd um, want to be a professional footballer. And, uh, and then I think I watched his I'm Not Your Guru on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, And I like did the whole exercise that he was doing the priming and then, yeah, went there. And I think that was the moment where things really started to spark. Mm. I remember I was also wanting to like study you know, I was going to go to uni. I wanted to study archaeology because I loved yeah. ancient history. But I remember I read a book, Think Like Success, Act Like Success by Steve Harvey, who's a comedian. Yeah. And um, I remember thinking, fuck, no, I want to do something. But I wasn't sure what it was. Yeah. So and that was maybe when I was about 20. So now I'm 25 now. Yeah. yeah. Do you implement much of like, because you're interested in ancient history, do you implement much of that stuff into brotherhood? Uh or yes so we could say uh you could say definitely ancient ritual ritual yeah, yeah. 100% so as i you know as i've worked with the medicine yeah. a lot of ancient esoteric teachings yeah. like really really ring true you know like really really ring true and there's certain rituals that are brought from thousands of years ago so yeah. that's why i fucking love it i'm like holy crap <laughs> i, I can I'm see like, eyes sparking yeah, up yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm meshing modern with like old and creating this thing that's like like no nothing that is created before Mm. you know so it's it's meshing all these like new aspects of like sport and team and and like high performance and business with some ancient traditions of ritual and like ancient medicines and um you know like sage and and containing energy and working with energy and you know and setting your intention and seeing life as the ritual and yeah you know so it's it's like spiritual and high performance mixed together i know? actually
0: um i've got a story about that I'll quickly tell it's not yeah. i don't advocate for this but this is <laughs> back when i was um and i so i was using it for the wrong intention yeah but i was on lsd and I did like a um, two night bender with a group of me mates. And we had like a big park up the front. And we ended up doing like 5v5, a game of football. Yeah. Like this massive park. I'm not even kidding. I think that was the best game of football I've played in my <laughs> life. Like, not just like experience wise, but I was so focused, so yeah. locked in. The team bonding, like it felt like none of us said a word to each other, but we're all somehow talking to each yeah, other and synchronizing. Yeah. Like it was, it was a powerful experience. Like it was similar to that
1: hundred percent bro because what happens there is like the certain thing called the collective consciousness Mm. or collective unconscious or whatever you know which is a Jungian psychology Mm. which i also love right so we can look at that as almost like what happens is as individuals the individual goes and what happens is it becomes almost like a hive mind Mm. right so this is the power you think of all the great teams right you think of all the great football teams right Mm. they have a innate spirit or um bond Mm. like so deep so close that cannot be broken it's like it it all just clicks into place Mm. it's like they step out the way and something is working them you know it's like say for liverpool like liverpool has its own sort of consciousness Mm. and it's not van dyke like van dyke steps out the way and he's Liverpool with Robertson or yeah. with Tiago, you know? So it's like they, yes, they, they individually play in their part, but they become part of a greater whole active, you yeah. know, you look at Navy SEALs, they talk about this. Mm. What happens is, is it's literally like they become a little hive, mm. right? And there's like a hive mind. So they work in unison, like they go into this incredible flow state. Yeah. That cannot be explained. Mm. right, so then it's like I think about, right, well, talk about forging elite teams. Well, what forges the strongest team? strongest bond? Vulnerability, being able to trust your fellow man. The moment there's trust and love there, that's when you can flow, right? And that's when you're not thinking, which is flowing. And then the moment that happens, you've got an incredible team structure that really starts to flow in unison with one another, you know?
0: So what medicines are used, specifically is there any specifically for that or the most yeah work for that
1: well obviously i'd be extra conscious speaking about it because yeah. you know because of the nature of my work but we have utilized many medicines you know in many different ways mm. um yeah and and i think the biggest thing is utilizing them in a sacred way in which you can really it's like the, the you the i stepping out the way so mm. Now, the ego is in a swear word, but often sometimes we need to quiet down a little bit. So yeah. how do we know when it's speaking? Well, it's always telling us what's wrong, mm. yeah. right? So what's wrong about ourselves? What's wrong about the world? What's wrong about fucking your mate next year, you know? So then you can catch it, right? But what the medicine affords, mm. and certain medicines afford, is quiet it down. Yeah, so yeah. It allows you to get out of that primal brain or reptilian brain and move more, um, more into the um insula and the and the default mode network and, and out of and into like the hippocampus where it's more about like emotions or hypothalamus and stuff like that and uh and emotions and experiences and then you know you have certain medicines which contain parental mind which then actually affords you to it softens the heart muscles mm. so you feel more loving you yeah. feel more compassionate. You know, and that's when you're able to really connect with individuals and most importantly, connect with yourself. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, it's it's powerful. And then also connect with something greater than yourself, mm. you know, I'm which is the most important that. thing, you know, because the moment you connect with something greater than yourself, you see yourself for who you truly are as well. Yeah. And that you're supported, like – you know, people come back with moments of ecstasy or moments mm. of feeling actually, like, safe, yeah. right? Safe not only in where they are right now, but in the world yeah. because they feel like, fuck, okay, I'm looked after, mm. right? And the logical mind can kind of go, what the fuck, you yeah. know? But it's like trying to explain riding a bike, uh, but you won't know unless you actually ride the bike. you jump bike. on it, yeah. You know, like, you know, it's one of those things... It's experiential knowledge or what the ancients would call gnosis, yeah. right? Which is knowledge of the heart. Mm. So it's knowledge that is born from the inside, not yeah. the ex- external, right? So that's the beautiful power of certain medicines is you're able to have these insights or epiphanies that come from internally. Yeah. You know? no,
0: Because, yeah, that internal knowledge, because you can access that like I yeah, do it yeah. as well, probably not on that higher level, but just through meditation. Yeah. So I 90%. listen to like nine sixty three hertz. Yeah. Um, I think it's for like the pineal gland activation. yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So I sit there and the first ten minutes is resistance. At about fifteen I start slipping into it. Twenty minutes I'm just completely Yeah, just nice. in flow state. And I just yeah. sit there and just things come up, things flow, but it's all about observing my mind and letting what comes to me comes to yeah. so I me. Mean, you do reach those states and it's Fucking epic what your body can do. Yeah.
1: Well, that's it. Because at the end of the day, certain medicines are merely just a feather, like, yeah, to show you that you really can access those states without them. Mm. You know, man, so that's fucking amazing. You know, it's like one of my mentors would say, there's many ways up the mountain. Yeah, You know, you don't have to use one road, you know, and we can all get there in different ways and even like certain breath work and, you know, you can release your own DMT and and have some mystical experience mystical experiences I know Dr. Joe Dispenza uses certain meditations to have yeah. mystical experiences as well
0: have you had any through meditation
1: um yes I would yeah. say uh maybe not in, I wasn't conscious of it but now I can really see how it was yeah that's uh, great. you know I used to have a lot of deep visions when mm. I'd be meditating when I was first getting into meditation, even like channeling. Sometimes I feel like I'd stuff, something speaking to me. Yeah. You know, so, um, but my greatest insights have for sure been utilizing plant medicine for sure.
0: Yeah. And also going back a bit like your exercise too, like yeah. how important is that? We'll stick to um, men specifically. Yeah. Like how important is that for a man to implement exercise in his life?
1: Oh, 100%. Like, I've really gotten back into exercise, like, at the moment, going four times a week, uh, currently in the process of training for a 24-hour row. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, which is going to be – so, we're going to do, like, a ta- – so, there's going to be six of us, two of us in a team, in a team with, like, three teams, two of us in a team um so 15 minutes on 15 minutes off Mm. so pretty much like that for 24 hours so Mm. we'll each have 12 hours on the roll machine how will that go with like rest or food yeah so at the moment we've got like a coach we're gonna have um a massage therapist there nutritionist like it's all stocked out it's gonna be awesome Mm. so that's gonna be really important doing the right way but other than that you know oh i could go on and on about physical exercise like you know i've grown up with sport and how you know it's been so important to me i kind of fallen off the bandwagon a little bit and then my mate's gym opened, and i've just gone headfirst into it Mm. i'm currently on carnivore but animal based so it's like carnivore with fruit and honey how do you feel fucking amazing (laughs) and like sick and like no bloating Mm. you know really really focusing on my health Um, I also feel like that really, really ties into surrounding yourself with individuals who are, you know, this goes back to community. You know, I have a lot of dudes from Brotherhood. No, crazy enough, the vision for this gym came from a Brotherhood retreat. Oh well, yeah. So now it's opened, you know, which is just incredible. So, um, again, the medicine or whatever, you know, (laughs) like or, or you know, the power of just a retreat treat in general and the moment you go inwards your mission comes online which is exactly what happened for this individual mm. you know on the vision of the gym and then here we are today That's training epic. in it you know Came to fruition yeah, yeah which is just inc- and for me i feel so proud to yeah. see that happen you know and and so proud of that of my brothers but um yeah like again being surrounded by people you know we have a group chat going at the moment where we're like hey bro like what time you lads going in at you know stuff like that to make sure we're all going in
0: accountability as well because I feel like um, especially men I feel like we need someone on the side to like call us out on our bullshit as well like I've like I've got um, shout out to Dion I work a lot I'm close with Dion and he was really good with that with me a a few weeks back because I took a bit of a break from the gym because of my neck like for an injury but then I did start just milking it as an excuse to yeah, not go. hundred percent. And Dion, I saw Dion one day. He goes, um, "Why are you not back in the gym yet?" And I was like, "Oh, my neck." He's like, "Bullshit, go back tomorrow." Yeah. Like, I'm going back tomorrow then. <laughs> <laughs> so you called me out. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I just went back, and I haven't like I haven't really missed a day since. Like obviously, nice. every day is like hundred percent. Yeah. But like you know, just doing the right things and That's being back it. in that environment, I've seen a massive shift within myself just by building that discipline and going back yes. so yeah exercise especially lifting weights is just bring a massive shift into me
1: that's it and i feel like it's like what well, you find like well like what really works for you and i feel like that yeah. comes from testing like you know by the sounds of it, bro like lifting weights is really your nirvana you know it it's is. your place of flow
0: because oh sorry no no, okay. no no go on i was yeah, gonna yeah. say because when i stopped lifting weights i didn't stop exercising like i started running like three four days a week yeah But like I get back from a run, I'm like, oh, okay, have a shower. Like even though I did a big run, I'm exhausted. Like I wasn't motivated, I wasn't full, no energy. Like, I'll go to the gym, lift weights, I'm leaving, like,
1: screaming, like, (laughs) (laughs) What's that video you put up with McGregor? Oh, yeah. Look at
0: that. that. That's exactly me walking out the gym, like, (laughs) fuck yeah. (laughs) Walking in the house, yelling and shit. Yeah, yeah. And this is like, what are you doing?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it. And you find your thing, you know, like, I love for me, like, the training in a group setting. I'm obsessed. Well, I, I can see I've always gone through team networks. And that's, you know, I say to myself, I am a leading team dynamic expert like a leading world team dynamic expert i say these things to myself and like because i know i'm obsessed with that you know so then you start to find okay well what works for you and man like i've never gone to a gym and loved it as much like i cannot wait you know to get there and just and it's just it suits me to the t Mm. you know like they have a heart monitor and i love fucking technology so seeing like it tracked up there and my heart, like it you know But that's something to be said. Finding your space—that's 100 percent it. Yeah, Yeah. and then I'd also tie into that as well. Finding your space, surround yourself, accountability, man. Like my whole fucking thing is built off of accountability. Yeah. Like I remember uh, I'm massive with mates. Like if we, if you ask me to be accountable, if you ask me to hold you accountable, cool, I will. Mm. I'm gonna. I want you to give me a time, and if you don't post it by that time, you have to do something like. Donate a certain amount to a charity, yeah. or you have to do like a fucking video yourself doing a hundred push-ups. Mm. You know, something that's really going to challenge you. Yeah, you know, so so there is a consequence because yeah. you're training yourself. And I do this to myself. You train yourself to follow your word, mm. you know, and to follow through because then you trust yourself more yeah you know
0: so um it's good just having that extra discipline like to call yourself i'm like i've got to go an extra mile today however it may be yeah 100
1: percent and yeah again finding your space and then i'd also talk about the importance of self-care you know like my first module that i've learned in psychotherapy above all else is self-care as module one yeah so like, yes, it's important to fucking give it your all in what you do and your mission. We're so good at that as men. Yeah. But also having the time to switch off. Yeah. You know? Slow it down. Slow it down. Mm. You know, like whether it's go for a float, you know, I love my floats or I love my um, saunas or a massage and mm. stuff like that, or just getting out in nature and having that time to switch off. Yeah. Because last year I burnt out like four or five times mm. and I've learned my fucking lesson. Yeah. You know? um so i would really re- reiterate that especially as i work with high-performing individuals high-performing yeah. males um that's a massive theme that mm. runs throughout 100%. it's like the need to constantly be doing something it's like i don't know let's just slow it down because yeah. i felt that you know so it's a fine balance of yes going hard and you're working out and finding that thing but also making sure you get enough rest as well yeah, yeah. it's a marathon the sprint yeah 100 yeah. percent, bro
0: definitely 100%. I want to fire some questions at you. Of course. Before we wrap up. I wrote down a few, but I think I've asked some of them already. Um, so the first one I would ask, advice for men to regulate their emotions.
1: Advice for men to regulate their emotions. Man, that process that I've learned. So first acknowledge it. Mm. Acknowledge that I'm fucking sad, mm. right? And that's okay, right? I am fucking sad, right? And I'm allowed to be sad because I'm human, yeah. right? And that's part of, I signed up for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I came down here, I signed up, I signed the contract. I was like, yeah, I'm going to drop down into earth, right? So it's part of the experience, right? And you're allowed to. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with you if you feel that as well, yeah, you nothing know? Wrong, nothing yeah. wrong with you. You're human. So acknowledging it first discerning you know is it coming from maybe my relationship with my father or father male role models or is it more female role models again not creating a story just acknowledging going yep okay I can see where that's coming from then feeling it Mm. just fully go into it if you have to have a cry feel it get to a space or get somewhere where you can just sit with it and go okay I'm gonna go head first into this and feel it Mm. right and then fucking let it drive you nuts and I trust me it will pass Mm but you have to feel it feel it. you have to really feel it um and then once you feel it then just pass it back to life mm. and, and let it go and that same process over and over and over again also the breath too but yeah. i'd also say sometimes we can use those tools to avoid feeling it oh yeah 100 you know so you yeah. actually have to fucking feel it yeah you know
0: yeah 100%. i love that bro that's a good answer How to implement discipline to your life? So, how have you how have you done that? So, yeah, I guess just implementing discipline,
1: uh, accountability. Yeah, yeah. So, find yourself an accountability buddy. Maybe get yourself in a group. You know, maybe come to the Brotherhood, whatever. You know, our, our Brotherhood Academy. You know, or or go to individuals that that are massive on accountability because. And that that is the only way yeah. because you train yourself and you're in a fire cooker where it's like yep if you don't do this you have to fucking do it yeah. you know and then it's like the cool thing is in my spheres as well when like yes I may be holding something accountable but every time I hold someone accountable I'll be like cool here's what I'm gonna do yeah. and then if I don't fucking do it which sometimes I've maybe missed it or something mm-hmm. I do the 100 push ups and send the video as well Yeah. because it's like so that's that's really really important I would mm-hmm. say f- yeah I th- <laughs> all right yeah Siri, jesus christ <laughs> you're talking today eh? you're going in the back of the car on the way up. <laughs> <Naughty corner. laughs> yeah. um yeah uh, or find an accountability buddy yeah but um, uh, but that accountability buddy has to be fucking committed yeah you know like i if, do
0: can't be like have the uh, scarcity to like pull yeah. up on it like just direct
1: and firm Hundred yeah. percent. So yeah, definitely accountability. That's that's yeah. You can't do it on your own. Together, everyone achieves more. Mm. Yeah, that's it, brother. This
0: one, um, I've seen this a lot with myself and yeah. other people. Um, importance of keeping your mission even in a relationship.
1: Ah, oh, this is me all over. Yeah, you know it was so funny. I have a good mate who's mad in an astrology, and he will blow your brains out. Mm. so good uh and looking at my astrology um you know a mission is everything to me because i once lost myself in a relationship when i didn't have a mission yeah so like i'm in an incredibly beautiful relationship now but i've also you know at times made it clear and she knows that she's so supportive i love her so much for it Mm. you know she has her own mission as well is that like my mission is fucking everything like yeah you know I wouldn't live with myself if I lost my mission to keep someone. Like, no, that doesn't work because then I lose myself. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Look, is it the be all and end all? No, because, you know, it's like sometimes people can lose people for their mission, which is – then you've fucking got nothing. Yeah, Like, you know? So. But it's it's yeah I th- I think that just comes down to healthy boundaries, healthy boundaries, yeah like balance. A, yeah balance and being able to speak, you know your truth when yeah. needed, and again that comes with learning tools or healing some stuff that's standing in the way or just practicing it, yeah you know but definitely healthy boundaries like a man needs his mission, yeah you know?
0: I feel that because I feel like if I'm in my mission in life i'm serving my mission i feel like i give my best version of myself to my relationship yes
1: 100 percent. because your cup fills through your mission exactly so then it can overflow Overflow. into your relationship yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: epic brother i've asked i wrote down about 15 questions (laughs) and we've already spoke about most of them so the last one is where do you see brotherhood going in the future where do you want to see it expand to if you want to touch on that?
1: Yeah, well, that's a, that's a great question, bro. Um, well, Brotherhood is the leading men's workspace within Australia. Mm, 100%. That's, that is it. I, yeah. I say it over and over and over and over and over, and over again, mm. right? Um, so, like, in the moment, where do I see it? You know, like, we're, we're just in the process of launching a fortnightly men's circle in person. At the Zen Den in North Lakes, which would be awesome. That's a good spot too. Yeah, which would be great. All proceeds will go to charity. Um, And then, you know, uh, next go is another retreat. And then really optimizing that. And then so we'll have a retreat, obviously, with medicine, a retreat without. Um, And then as well, uh, you know, Brotherhood Academy, which will be a six-month-long process of high-performing individuals who really feel called to come in. And again that's really really important for me that that's only specific people who comes in yeah. you know and creating a real mastermind where men are living life on mission and it's a high performing community where we can all hold each other accountable and have yeah. like team building days things like that which should be which is the aim um yeah i feel it's a space where men can come mm. you know it, not it's not for every man yeah you know and i've i've really had to find like really narrow that down you know it's only for certain individuals like myself who are obsessed with high performance who are obsessed with the spirituality or fucking give it their all about that mm. like spirit for life yeah. you know like willing to A fight yeah, yeah the fight like the fire you know and not unfortunately not everyone has that like 88th minute one all yeah yeah the goal, that's it it's like it. no it's, it. like, it's fuck, like, fucking yeah come on, come on you know yeah. like it's it that it's that. Like yeah, I no. look for that yeah. in individuals, <laughs> like, you know, because that's someone who I want to be around. Mm. You know? Um and you know, for those sort of individuals that yes, they could have shit going on around them, but as long as if they have that mm. they have something. 100%. You know, so that can get them out. So um yeah. Yeah, creating a space where high-performing men, entrepreneurs, the most optimal space for them to come and really optimize all areas of their life and have experts within all areas of their life so we can really support men to be the best version of themselves and that they don't have to look at so many different communities to yeah. find different resources They'd be like, no, this is your this is it's a place that can support you throughout it through yeah, yeah. all, you know? Um, and then I suppose men too, I, I can really see as I become a father later in life as mm. well, creating spaces around that. Yeah. And it's really exciting because Reki is forging sisterhood. Yeah, so then our I idea as well is then like a union, which is where sisterhood and brotherhood come together. And then it's like men and women working yeah. on their stuff and on re- in relationships and understand relationship as well. I got a book on Tantra, so I'm excited <laughs> to give that a go. Also to practice it. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> you know, so um yeah. And then I, I really see then eventually too, you know, there being mentorship and building businesses and you know, that's yeah. where I really see myself going. And then also, yeah, on high, working with places around like high performing teen dynamics and excited, bro yeah, yeah, that's the that's the plan. That's that's where we're going for okay. now anyway. Yeah. yeah, have you got anything coming up
0: soon? Like if any of our listeners are listening, yeah. Interesting?
1: Well, of course. So, um, if you feel like you want to reach out, if you're in the Brisbane North Lake Sunshine Coast area and you want to come check us out, and next Thursday we will, I can post more details about it. Um, just keep an eye on my Instagram at Brotherhood Coaching or on Facebook Brotherhood, um, or personally for me on Instagram at Darren Underscore Riley. Um, you'll get all the links there. Uh, I'll post more content about the men's circle uh, looking at potentially a one day workshop as well mm. um, and then as well the retreats will be coming up too which if you want to know more information about please reach out I'll also be posting more about that too yeah. um, you know those retreats are incredible it's one thing to you know come and do the work you know by yourself as an individual but with fellow brothers around like the yeah. spirit of that place the type of lads who come to it it's like the best way I try to describe it is you know you know when you'd watch maybe like a british movie or something like an adventure movie of like lads who all younger lads who all go on these adventure and they become so close. Green Street. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You <laughs> know. Oh, probably yeah, maybe By the wrong. Yeah, maybe very yeah. abandoned.
0: <laughs> maybe not now Green we end Street. Up the yeah. shit out <laughs> um,
1: but like the feeling that you have. Yeah. Like, like I'm trying balance. to explain as well. Like you know that sort of like innocence. Sort of like yeah. you know when you're with a group of mates, you have the best time, and it's not done in vain, but very, like, almost lighthearted and mm. true and authentic yeah. and, like, fuck, like, I love these brothers. Like, mm. that's the feeling of that weekend. Times 10 with, like, feeling of you being your own fucking hero in your own movie um, and a space where you can come and just really let it all go mm. and be supported by individuals. And then also... Really, to gain great insight on what your next step is moving forward, um, not only from yourself but also from some greater, which I really feel to be true. Fuck yeah, so yeah,
0: have you got any um closing words anything else you want to add on before we wrap this bad boy
1: up? Um, first of all, thank you for having me on here, bro. Boys, bro. I, I go into a mad flow state looking at the time, like my god, <laughs> like that's like, you, yeah, yeah, that's cool. when you know you're doing something that you're meant to be doing. Like, I love, I love so you know some people have to try hard to shut me up but you know i I love a good yarn as they say here in australia but um are you speaking values that's yeah thank you bro i appreciate i'm very grateful very honored to be on here you know i obviously on my own podcast but for someone to bring me on as a guest yeah it means a lot to me so Mm. thank you bro all goods bro
0: like i'm uh everyone listening as well make sure you do check out darren's work because I'm a big advocate of what you do because yeah. I know you personally. Yeah. I know you, who you are. I know you're true, authentic with this. It's not just the sales pitch. It's like yeah. it's actually who you are, your mission in life. Yeah. It's got that oomph behind it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm a big advocate for what you do, brother. And yeah, <laughs> Any you. men out there and you feel like you're getting called, I advocate to reach out as well because – yeah, he's, he's a powerful man and he's on amazing
1: things. Thank you, bro. I really appreciate that. That's beautiful words. Fully received. I've been yeah. working on receiving. So <laughs> yeah, see, <receive. laughs> thank you, bro. I'll receive. Um, and I'd like to say one more thing. It's any individual like you're exactly who you're supposed to be. Mm. You know, all the things that light you up, all the things that come naturally to you, even the things you fucking hate, yeah. right? You're meant to right and that's who you're supposed to be and when you just stay in your land and focus on that magic happens yeah you know really reiterating that like that was one of the best lessons i ever learned It took me a whole lot of journeys and a lot of money and spending on myself to just realize fuck the person i was looking for the whole time was myself
0: yeah you're not broken
1: no you're not yeah. broken there's nothing fucking wrong with you yeah that's majority of psychotherapy sessions i've sitting on is like it's self-love and it's the person realizing fuck there's nothing wrong with me yeah you know just a journey to find more answers that's it yeah Yeah. 100
0: percent. so just reiterating that Mm. yep well thank you brother appreciate you coming on (laughs) thank you for having me no worries and um yeah make sure you share the episode um follow the podcast leave us a rating we always appreciate that but anyway we'll see you back for the next episode cheers see you guys